Praise the Lord, here we are once again up above the earth and still able to say thank you, Jesus. Still able to give him the praise. Still able to glorify his name. Yes, if you're under the sound of my voice, that means that God has kept you. He has not called your number. He has given you another chance to be able to glorify him, to praise his holy name, to give him the honor and the glory that is due unto him. I pray that this is something you do every day. Truly, we know that there are a lot of people who did not wake up this morning. And so I pray that many, if not all of them, have gone on to heaven to be with the Lord. For truly, that is the goal, uh, to give ourselves unto the Lord, that he may open up the windows, the gates of heaven, and usher in an entrance for us into his kingdom. I, I truly thank God that is what I'm living for. I live for nothing else except for one day to see my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the Faith Power Hour, and we're under the series of Unfeigned Faith. Faith unfeigned, unwavering, our trust in God. And so today, on this Thursday, the 29th of July, 2021, we'll be coming from 2 Kings chapter 4, starting at the 8th verse, going down to the 15th verse. And we're going to sum up this chapter because our main scripture will be coming from 2 Kings, the 8th chapter. And here we'll discuss the goodness of God and to see his beauty yet in the land of the living. We'll be talking about his faithfulness until the children of men. Yes, God is faithful unto us and we should be always faithful to him. He cannot lie. He keeps his promises. And so when he says he would never leave his people nor forsake them, he keeps that promise every day of the week. Yes, 24-7, we serve a faithful God. We will go to him in prayer to speak with him before we open up the word and begin to understand his faithfulness. Lord, we thank you this morning for your love, your glory. We thank you for the morning sun that continues to shine on our faces. Oh, Lord God, giving us clarity of your realization in our lives. The manifestation of you, O Lord God, we praise your holy name for showing us and revealing yourself unto us in the wind, in the stars, in the moon, in the, in the sun, O Lord God. Yes, Lord God, in the atmosphere, we feel your presence around us day by day. Father God, we pray this morning that you will take the will O Lord God of our lives, O Lord God, be the captain of the ship, O Lord God. We relinquish our lives unto you, for there is no living, O Lord God, without you. O Father God, we know that there is times where we may err, O Lord God, and make mistakes. Father God, be the GPS in our lives that you will turn us around, O Lord God, at every uh downfall at every wrong turn that we make, O oh Lord God, you will turn us around. You will have us make a U-turn when we turn away from you, Father God, for our lives belong to you and we wish our lives to belong to no other. 
We thank you right now, Lord God, for health and strength. We thank you, Lord God, for your word. For your word is powerful and it is a leader to us, oh Lord God. And so right now we ask that you will come in, oh Lord God, through this moment, this session with us. And speak to us, oh Lord God. Allowing us to know, oh Lord God, the truth. Because it is the truth that will set us free. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the precious Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, amen. So this morning we're going to go through the Old Testament and we're going to dig a little into the New Testament and we're going to show a correlation between the Old and the New where it is said God is unchangeable, He is immutable, the same God yesterday, today, and forever He shall be. God does not change and so the things uh, you have read the experiences that have been experienced in the Old Testament. Uh, these are the experiences of the New Testament. And so that why that is why it behooves us that we should read the entire Bible, the entire book of God, uh, so that we can get to understand him. Because the more we know about him, the more we know about ourselves. And the more we are able to conduct ourselves in a righteous manner. This morning we're going to be talking about how you walk, how you talk, how you love everyone that you meet. In the name of Jesus, we'll be going into uh, 2 Kings chapter 4, starting at verse 8. We're going to talk about Elisha, not Elijah. Yesterday, we were talking about Elijah down there in Zarephath with the widow who would eat, uh, her and her son would eat their last meal and die. But because of her obedience to the man of God, uh, they were both sustained in a time where a famine uh, was running rampant across the land and there was no water, no food. And so she was down to her last. But God blessed them both uh, through one command. Elijah was told to go see a woman that would sustain him. And Elijah believed in God and he was obedient and he went down to Zarephath. Our faith, oh Lord God, hallelujah, is subject to our obedience. Our obedience is subject to our faith in God. And so the woman herself as well, knowing that this is what she was going to do, eat and die. If you remember, uh, Elijah said, bring me some water. And so as she would go to get the water, he would say, by the way, uh, make me a morsel of cake and bring that with you. And that's when she began to explain her plight. Uh, her life-ending uh, decision that she would make with her and her son. But because she was obedient and did exactly what Elijah said, they both were sustained. Yes, by the almighty hands of God, that oil never ran out and that meal, that flour never ran out. She had enough that would last her up until it would rain again. You remember the truth. Well, this now is Elijah's predecessor, Elisha. And he here is with the Shunammite woman. And this Shunammite woman is showing Elisha much respect, much love as a child of God, uh, hospitality. She is showing him hospitality. She recognizes that he is a man of God. And so she begins to treat him uh, the way she would treat her fellow uh, brothers in the household of faith. And that's the way we are supposed to do. Yes. Uh, love one another. He said, Jesus said, if you 
love one another. If you keep this commandment, you will prove that you are the sons and daughters of God. By our love towards one another, we prove that we are the children of God. So let's go quickly here down in Shunem. Now, hallelujah. This is down in a town called Shunem. Uh, where Elijah would pass through quite frequently. Verse 8, And it fell on a day that Elijah passed through to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. Praise God. She made a way for the man of God. She would feed him. This is showing hospitality. Do you do those things today? Verse 9. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. She made a place in her home for the man of God, Elijah. She asked her husband, she did go to her husband and ask her husband if it would be okay because she wanted to show him love. She wanted to show him hospitality. Uh, praise God. I, I, I truly thank God, oh Lord God, for the understanding here of how we should live our lives as children of God, how we should love on one another and have that hospitable attitude towards one another. Let's keep going here. And it fell on the day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, this is his servant, call this Shunammite, and when he had caught her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, Hallelujah, and he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. This is a great woman. This woman had great wealth. Um, she, had, she had been established in her way. And we have to know it probably had to do with her kindness and her ability, oh Lord God, to uh, show love to others where it was magnified, multiplied back to her. But the Bible says she was a great woman. So that means she was able to stand alone as she speaks here. I dwell among mine own people. 14, and he said, what then is it to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily she have no child and her husband is old. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. Praise the Lord. And he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at the season that Elisha had said unto her according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father, the reaper. I need to stop right there right now because this woman has received a blessing uh, because of the blessing that she has bestowed upon the man of God. Now, you probably say, what does this have to do with faith? It has everything to do with faith. Our faith causes us 
to love people. Our faith causes us to treat everyone with dignity and respect. Our faith causes us to have hospitality towards our brothers and sisters in the household of faith. This is what we do to show love. And so your faith has a lot to do with love. Your love for people has a lot to do with your faith. Come on and go with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 13. Before we go any further, I want to go into the book of Hebrews chapter 13 so that you can understand even as uh, New Testament saints, because you are under grace and mercy, that grace and mercy that you are under was back in the days of this Shunammite woman. Yes, this 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 woman uh, down there in the land of Shunem, uh, the grace and mercy was also established there. Who established grace and mercy? It was God. Grace and mercy fell under Jesus Christ in our times, but you have to know that the mercy of God was always, hallelujah, continually factor in everybody's life. He had mercy. Yes, he did. So let's go and let's see this love. What it talks about in Hebrews 13. I truly hope that you have your Bibles. Verse 1 and 2, where we're going to be reading from. The Lord is my helper. Verse 13, let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. It is your hospitality. You know not the person who's knocking at your door, who's passing by, but the spirit discerns the spirit. And so her being connected to God, hallelujah, she could feel the presence of God in Elisha. And so she showed him hospitality. Sometimes we turn away the prophet. We turn away the ministers. We turn away the pastors, uh, not understanding that God had sent them our way for a season. And so now she reaps the blessings of her hospitality, her faith, hallelujah, unfeigned. She reaps those blessings and God gives her a child through the power, through the mouth of the prophet. And so now she has this child. Let's move on because circumstances happened in her life where uh, this child was out in the field with his father and he fell sick. And at that time, uh, by the time they got him home, the child had done succumbed to whatever illness he had. And so the child now lays in his room, uh, lifeless, and, and he's gone. He has died. And uh, the woman, she goes to find Elijah. Uh, she sends and for her horse and she goes out and she searches for Elijah. She goes everywhere that she can to find him. And when she did find him, uh, she tells him that, you know, I did not ask for a child, but you gave me a child. And now that child that you gave me, he is now dead. And so she was pretty upset at this point because she was living her life content that she did not have any kids. And so this gift that was given to her has now been taken away. But little do you know that the power of God, hallelujah, is a uh, resurrecting power. Power of God is able to do all things, no matter what happens in your life. God is able to turn things around. He is a He does not change himself, but he can change the situations in your life because he has the power. And so through Elisha, he goes in and he falls upon this young child and breathes on this young child and this young child receives his life back. Why? Because God had made a promise and God again would show his loving kindness towards this woman who showed loving kindness through faith to Elisha, the prophet of God. Do you get what I'm talking about? How you walk, how you talk, how you love everyone you meet. Listen, your love, 
hallelujah, cannot be, uh, um, how would you say it, um, prejudice against certain people. You got to love everybody the same. You got to treat everybody the same. Your love, hallelujah, cannot just be for your brother because the enemy loves their brothers as the Bible would tell us. We're doing no different than them, but we got to love everybody, hallelujah, equally. That even means our enemies. We thank God for the reading. And so uh, Elijah gave her back her child. I would read that verse to you in verse 27. And when she came to the man of God to heal, to, to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, let her alone, for her soul is vexed. He knew that she was upset about something. Let's move on a little bit closer. And so, and the mother of the child said, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he rose and followed her. She's taking him now uh, to her child. And so he says here in verse 36, And he called Gehazi and said, Call the Shudamite. So he called her, and when she come was come in unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Then she went and fell at his feet and bowed her head herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. The woman was given a double blessing because of her kindness towards the prophet. We have to show love. Love is part of our faithfulness to God. Love is part of the unfeigned unwavering faith that we have hallelujah because we have that faith in God come on let's go to chapter 8 of 2nd Kings so there came a day when there was a great famine in the land again uh, famine has come and this Shunam woman the Shunamite woman she now is experiencing this but there's a difference in what happened with the, with the woman over in Zarephath, hallelujah, the widow, that what is happening with this woman here in Shunem. Praise the Lord God. Let's go and let's read uh, chapter 8. Then spake Elijah unto the woman whose son had restored to life, saying, Arise, Elijah goes to her and says, Arise and go thou uh, and thine household and sojourn wheresoever thou can sojourn. For the Lord hath called for a famine, and it shall also come upon the land seven years. There's going to be a seven-year fast, and so, uh, not fast, I'm sorry, there will be a seven-year famine in the land. No food, uh, possibility, no water, but whatever it is, it's going to be a dire famine of seven years. And so, Elisha tells the woman to go, leave here, go where you will be sustained, wherever you can uh, go that will have you stay there because God has called a famine once again in the land. And so he says here, and the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God. And she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. She stayed in the land of the Philistines for seven years. She would live there. Hallelujah. She was obedient. She did not question the man of God. She believed in the man of God. And she got up and did exactly what he said to do. And praise the Lord God, she was sustained there for seven years. Let's go to verse 3. And it came to pass at the seven years end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines. And she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. And the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee all the great things that Elisha have done. 
And it came to pass, hallelujah, as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life, that behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and her land. She wanted her things back. Her things, her land and all of her possessions was taken by someone else because she had now left her homeland, left everything she did according to what the prophet of God had told her to do. She was obedient. So now she's calling on this king because she's home now. Everything is well, except for the fact that I need my house back. I need my land back. And so as this king is talking to Gehazi, oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Gehazi said, my Lord, O king, this is the woman. And this is her son, whom Elijah restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him the same things. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer, saying, Restore all that the, that was hers. Give her back everything that she had and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even up until now. Give her back everything. Do you see the power of God working in her life, working in to sustain her? Again, it is God proving that he will satisfy you in the days of famine. Remember the scriptures in Psalms 33, 18 and 19 and Psalms 37, 18 and 19. God had promised that no matter how hard times would get, you would not be ashamed because he would take care of you in the time of famine and you would not be ashamed. Praise the Lord. Let's keep going. I'm remembering a truth in the word of God in the New Testament, in the book of Luke. I truly hope you have your Bibles. Uh, praise the Lord. In the book of Luke 18, uh, verses 1 through 8. If you will go with me there so we can read, there's a correlation to the same thing that happened with the woman here, the Shunammite woman in Shunem. Hallelujah. After she left home, she returns home to find all of her possessions taken, but she goes to the king. Hallelujah. And she is rewarded back everything that was taken from her, even up until the present time. Let's go here um, to the book of uh, Luke, chapter 18, 1 through 8. Let's read together. And he spake a parable unto them, this is Jesus, to this end that men ought to always pray and not faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said uh, within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this woman troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth. Listen, when God comes, he's faithful to you. But when the Son of Man comes, when Jesus returns, will he find that same faith? Hallelujah. You got to know that your Father in heaven is a faithful God. He can't help himself. That's just who he is. Jesus makes the question that will we find that same type of faith? 
when I come with the angels in all my glory, will I come and find that same exact faith on earth? It's about faith, faith unfeigned, faith unwavering, not moving, not uh, shrinking back, but continuing to have faith no matter what the situation looks like in your life. You got to hold to God's unchanging hand, the immutable God, because he promises to avenge you on every hand. No matter what's going on in your life, you need to trust him. Will you trust him today? I have just one more scripture for you, and it is Psalms in the book of Psalms, uh, chapter uh, 50, uh, at the 14th and the 15th verse. Psalms 50, starting at the 14th and the 15th verse. It is your heart that God is looking at. I need you to know that right now. That without faith, it is impossible to please him. And I know that you want to please him, but it won't be unless you are living a righteous life and that your heart is sold out to him. Have you given your life over to him? Yes. Listen to what he says here. God requires a thankful heart. Offer unto God thanksgiving. And pay thy vows unto the Most High. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. He has made a promise that if you live right, if you be thankful for the things that you have, and not a do complainer all the time, being content with your state in the condition that you're in, knowing that God will supply your every need, trusting in the Lord with all your heart and leaning not to your own understanding, but acknowledging him in every way. This is what these two women did, the women from the woman from Zerapath and uh, the woman from Shunem. Yes, they trusted in God. They believed and Yes, the Shun, the the Shunam woman, hallelujah, she was a great woman with great wealth, and so she was established, uh, but she knew that everything that she had came from God, so she continued to trust in God to establish her in every way. Yes, the widow down in Zerapath, yes, uh, she believed in God, but at this point she recognized that Uh, she was going to die and it had been a very tumultuous time in her life and so she had no more food and the food that she had she was getting ready to eat and die her and her son but because of her obedience because of her faith yes because of her belief she did what the prophet said to do and she lived Christ came and he gave his life for us. Christ says in the book of John, yes. He says he is the bread of life. He uh, praise the Lord. He says, I am the bread of life. And he says that you must eat, hallelujah, partake of men, uh, the Pharisees and the Jews and those 70 disciples, they could not understand that. Uh, What is he talking about that we must eat of him? I need to get you to understand that Jesus was talking about accepting him. Yes, he says, I am the bread of life. Here in the book of John chapter 6, he says to those Jews and those Pharisees who would follow him around. If you go with me to verse 25, 6 and 25, he says, And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when came thou hither? Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat 
of the loaves and were filled. He's talking about when he fed the 5,000 with three barley loaves and two small fish. They are seeking after him because they saw what he did and their bellies were full and they were waiting to see him do this again. But listen to what Jesus said in the 27th verse. Labor not for the meat which perishes but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life. Jesus came to give us life. That same life-giving factor that was there in the Shunem life, the Shunem woman's life, when her son, hallelujah, was giving back to her by the power of God. Well, Jesus Christ came to give us life, to save us from our sins by uh, walking in sin. We're walking a dead life. Hallelujah. And I need you to know there is no life without Jesus Christ. That's why we should never thrive to live independently without him. But he goes here and he says, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him have the Father, hallelujah, have God the Father sealed. Then he said, hallelujah, then they said unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he have sent. Again, he goes to tell them, hallelujah, that God has sent me to give you life. And the only way for you to have that life is for you to accept me. I need to know today, have you accepted God? Have you accepted the life that he sent? Hallelujah, his son to give unto you. Let's keep going. Jesus says here, Hallelujah, they therefore, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I feel so good right now. He's just telling them all you got to do is just believe in me. Listen, he says, Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus says, Hallelujah unto them. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. He gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore, give us this bread. Now they want that life-giving bread. They want to consume. They want to eat this bread. The power of God is working. Hallelujah. Listen. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh unto me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus came that we might live forever. That we would surpass death. And that if we trust in him and believe in him, that death will have no part in our lives. I know that For some, this is hard to believe. But my question is, will you take that chance? We take chances on everything in life. Why not take a chance on Jesus Christ who gave his life for you? Yes, he made it possible for you to reap the joys of the Lord. He says, I came that you might have life and that you might have that life abundantly. Listen to what he says here in verse 24 of John, the fifth chapter. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Believe in the word of God. Trust in him with all your heart. 
and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in everything that you do and he'll direct your path. He came to give you life eternal that you will never die. He said here in his word and his word is true. He never says anything that he can't back up. And again, God is a God that cannot lie. If he said that you will live forever, then that's exactly what he means. And he did say it. And I thank God today that if you're under the sound of my voice and you have not accepted Christ, you have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior, I pray that you will say these words, Father, in the name of Jesus, I have sinned. And against you only, Lord, have I sinned. I believe that you died on the cross for me, for the remission of my sins. I believe that you rose in three days to deliver me from the hands of bondage, from sin and shame. Lord God, I thank you today and I need you. I confess of my sins. I repent, oh Lord God, with my mouth. Lord, save me, forgive me for every sin that I have committed. Lord, I am sorry. I need you in my life. Save me, Father. Save me, Jesus. For the word of God says, all those who will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you have repeated those words with me, you have given your life to Christ. Walk with him now. Live in his presence. Allow God to be the master, the controller, the driver of your life. I thank God for you. I thank God for you. Faith, unfeigned, trust in God. The faith power hour. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you have done, everything that you are going to do. Lord, we want you to know that our lives is in your hands. We relinquish our authority over our lives, for we never had any authority. But you gave us a choice, O oh Lord God, whether to live wrong or to live right. So now, Lord God, we give you, O oh Lord God, back our lives, which is the only thing that we can truly give unto you. We love you, Father. We love you with all our hearts, all our minds, and all of our souls. Lord God, we give unto you a sacrifice of praise. Oh, Lord God, from our heart, we reach out to you in spirit and in truth. Thanking you, oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for giving your life for us, that we might be able to live to live again. Father God, you made it possible. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, Lord God, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God, as we look to the hills from whence cometh our help. Oh, Lord God, knowing that our help comes from you who created the heavens and the earth. As we continue to look to you, Lord God. Hallelujah. The author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, Lord God, we're praying. Oh, Lord God that you will wash us and cleanse us daily, O oh Lord God, preparing us a way, O oh Lord God. Hallelujah, that when that time comes, O oh Lord God, that we will be ready and able, O oh Lord God, sanctified, set apart to enter into your kingdom. Lord, we thank you now. We thank you now, Lord God. We thank you now. Yes, Lord God, we pray Oh, Lord God, today, oh, Lord God, for forgiveness of sins. We pray, oh, Lord God, for a thorough, a thorough, oh, Lord God, examination. 
of our hearts, oh Lord God, so that if you find anything that is not like you, that just does not fit, Lord God, that you will clean it up, clean it out, oh Lord God, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Lord, I pray today for Lily, oh Lord God, Sister Lily McKinnon, oh Lord God, who, hallelujah, has this brain, oh Lord God, sis on her brain, Lord God, and it is troubling her, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying that you will heal her body now, that you will touch her, oh Lord God, in a mighty way, yes, Lord God. That you will touch her, O oh Lord God, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, O oh Lord God. That you will touch her now and heal her, O oh Lord God. Cause that sister shrink, O oh Lord God, that it would do her no harm. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for her mother, O oh Lord God. Sister Evangelist Elaine Morgan, O oh Lord God, that you will touch her from the inside out. Lord God, breathe on her life, oh Lord God, causing her, oh Lord God, hallelujah, not to have the pain that she encounters, oh Lord God, the ringing in her ears, oh Lord God, that you will remove, oh Lord God, that hindrance, oh Lord God. I pray today that you will send her the husband that she so desires. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, you have someone for everyone. Lord God, bless her now as she seeks, oh Lord God, don't let her, oh Lord God, fall prey to the enemy, but grant her desire. Yes, Lord God, give her a job, Lord God, as she's seeking Oh, Lord God, for gainful employment. For you said in your word in the book of Deuteronomy, oh, Lord God, chapter 8, verse 18, you said that it is you who gives us the power to have wealth, Lord God, and that you would establish us. Oh, Lord God, I'm asking today that you will establish her, that you will give her, oh, Lord God, what she needs, oh, Lord God, to sustain her and her daughter. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying for Cynthia Dixon. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you will restore her vocal cords, restore her sound box. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, the doctors have said one thing, but we know, hallelujah, that nothing is final until you say, Lord God, in your name, Jesus, we thank you. Yes, heal her, oh Lord God. Heal the heart, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God. I pray we believe and receive everything that we have asked in your name, Lord God. For you said, ask and it shall be given. Knocking the door would be open. Seeking we shall find. Father God, we have found you, oh Lord God, as you have found us, oh Lord God, in our contrite heart. Lord God, you found us in our wretchedness, O Lord God, and you caused us to ride upon the high places in heaven. O Lord God, the Spirit, O Lord God of the living God, dwells down inside of us now. Father God, we're praying, O Lord God, for those who are addicted to drugs, for those who are addicted to alcohol, to those, O Lord God, hallelujah, yes, Lord God, hallelujah, who have hallelujah, addicted to all kinds of uh, substances that control their bodies and their minds. Lord, we're praying today that you will heal them, oh Lord God, and show them a better way. Yes, Lord God, hallelujah, give them that living water, oh Lord God, give them the bread of life. Let them come, oh Lord God, unto you. Yes, Lord God. We're praying, we're praying, we're constantly giving you the praise and the thanks for everything that you have done. Our joy comes from you, our happiness comes from you. The peace that we have found, it only comes from you. And so we thank you, Lord God. Heal Europe, oh Lord God. Heal, oh Lord God. Hallelujah, Oregon, oh Lord God. Restore Oregon, oh Lord God. Restore, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. China, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Restore, oh Lord God, and build up once again, 
people, Lord God, knowing, letting your people realize everywhere, everyone that names the name of Jesus, everyone that is under the household of faith. Lord God, I pray right now, oh Lord God, for every bishop, every deacon, oh Lord God, hallelujah, for every elder, every minister, every usher, oh Father God, every saint, oh Lord God, that fills up the pews on every given day, Lord God, hallelujah, that you will bless them and keep them, cause your face to shine upon them and give them peace every day of their lives. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yes, Lord God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. Continue to teach us, Lord. Continue to show us the way, oh Lord God. Hallelujah. Take care of our children, oh Lord God. Hallelujah. Bless our children, oh Father God, everywhere. Keep them safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Danger seen and unseen. Lord God, wipe Hallelujah, this earth clean of every evil one that threatens the lives of our children, Lord God, in your name, Jesus. Yes, Lord God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, in your name, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Yes, Lord God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, we thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord God, be our strength, oh Lord God. Don't leave us, uh, oh Lord God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, watch over them, oh Lord God, each child, as they play at the playground, as they go to the stores, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, uh, build a fence around them, oh Lord God, as they walk up and down the streets, oh Lord God, build a fence around them, Oh, Lord God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you now, Lord God. Father, hallelujah. Feed the hunger. Heal the sick, Lord God. Allow us to go, Lord God. And hold hands, oh Lord God, laying hands upon the sick. Anoint our hands, oh Lord God, that we will be able to do your will through your power that is invested in us, oh Lord God. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, let us be able to go out amongst our peers, oh Lord God, amongst the enemy, oh Lord God, that they may too be saved, oh Lord God, that they experience the joy, oh Lord God, hallelujah, of you. Father God, in your name right now, we thank you you. We thank you. We thank you for this time. Yes, Lord God, in your name, Jesus, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the precious Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. This has been the Faith Power Hour. Faith unfeigned. Trust in God. Oh, Lord God, I thank you. We will see each other again. Yes, Lord God, until then, smile. God loves you. I love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.